Hello this is Aban from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday the 17th of December. The Supreme Court has dismissed Bilkis Banu's petition. Bilkis had sought a review of a previous order asking the Gujarat government to consider the petitions for remission of sentences of 11 convicts in her gang rape case. Bilkis was gang raped and her 3-year-old daughter was among 14 killed by a mob during the 2002 Gujarat riots. Swati Maliwal, chief of the Delhi Commission for Women, objected to the court decision. She said, and I quote, "When people do not get justice from the Supreme Court, where will they go?" unquote. The petition could not be heard earlier by the Supreme Court as one of the judges on the bench, Justice Bela M Trivedi, recused herself without specifying a reason. A bench led by Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud objected to Bilkis's lawyer repeatedly seeking the setting up of another bench to hear the case. He had said, and I quote, "Please do not keep mentioning the same thing again and again. It is very irritating." Unquote. The review plea, meanwhile, came up for in-chamber consideration on December 13th before a bench of justices Ajay Rastogi and Vikram Nath, who dismissed the petition. All the 11 convicts were granted remission by the Gujarat government and released on August 15th. The government earlier told the court that the decision was cleared by the Union Home Ministry. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh on Saturday said that Indian armed forces have always proved their bravery, beat Galwan or Tawang, referring to the recent skirmish between Indian and Chinese troops in Arunachal Pradesh. Addressing the FICCI's 95th annual convention and AGM in Delhi, The minister said that India had no intention of capturing the land of other nations in its quest to become a superpower. India is now working towards setting the agenda on a world stage and will be a superpower that works towards the welfare of the world, he said. The minister's remarks come days after he informed parliament about Indian troops resisting attempts by the Chinese side to unilaterally alter the status quo at the boundary in Tawang in Arunachal Pradesh. Opposition parties continue to seek clarity from the government over the India-China boundary issue during the winter session. A day after Congress leader Rahul Gandhi accused the Narendra Modi government of ignoring the Chinese threat, BJP spokesperson Gaurav Bhatia said that Gandhi should be expelled for his comments which belittle India. If Congress president Mallikarjun Khadge is not remote controlled and if the opposition party stands with the country. Meanwhile, quoting defense sources, The Hindu reported that China is expanding its chain of model villages close to the line of actual control opposite Uttarakhand, Sikkim and Arunachal Pradesh. The National Commission for Protection of Child Rights has summoned Baiju's CEO over complaints that the edtech firm is indulging in malpractice to lure parents and children to buy their courses. Several complaints had reportedly alleged that customers were exploited and deceived to risk their savings. Taking cognizance of these, the Apex Child Rights Body has summoned Baiju CEO Baiju Ravindran to appear before it next week. It has also sought details of the courses offered by the company for children, the course structure, fee details, the number of students currently enrolled, and the refund policy. The commission said, and I quote, "The commission is in observance that indulging into malpractices to lure the parents or children into entering loan-based agreements." and then causing exploitation is against the welfare of children and in pursuance of the functions and powers under section 13 and 14 of CPCR Act 2005 unquote 
The commission has also asked the company to submit relevant documents to explain the alleged discrepancies on December 23rd. A Delhi court deferred the bail application of Aftab Poonawala after he said that he was unaware that such an application was moved on his behalf. The 28-year-old has been accused of killing his living partner Shraddha Walkar, chopping her body into more than 30 pieces and disposing of the parts. Additional Sessions Judge Rinda Kumari told Aftab's lawyer MS Khan that his client, through an email, had denied that he had moved a bail application. However, Khan said there must have been some pressure in this case. Aftab earlier appeared before the court through video conferencing and requested that his bail application be kept pending until he discusses the matter with his lawyer. The court will now hear the case on December 22nd. Earlier this week, DNA extracted from bone pieces recovered in the Mehroli forest by the Delhi police had reportedly matched with samples of Shraddha's father. Police had found 13 bone fragments while searching the forest and these were sent for forensic analysis. Due to a bus strike by contractual employees of a government transporter, hundreds of commuters faced difficulties in several areas in Punjab on Saturday. The protesting employees said that more than 2,000 buses of the government's undertaking Pan Bus were off the roads. The protest was organised against recruitment through outsourcing and to demand an improved hiring policy for the department. The strike affected passengers in several districts, including Moga, Ludhiana, Amritsar and Firozpur, with many forced to take private taxis. According to media reports, the strike is likely to continue and any decision to cancel it will only be taken after a meeting with authorities in Chandigarh on Monday. Meanwhile, in an unrelated development, Punjab Chief Minister Bhagwant Maan told NDTV that the status of gangster Goldibrar, the mastermind of singer Sidhu Musewala's murder, who he claimed has been detained in the US, remains a top secret. Maan said that state authorities are coordinating with international agencies to bring him to justice. Though reports have emerged that Goldie Brar may not have been detained at all. Opposition parties in Punjab continue to seek clarity on the matter. Facing a global backlash over the suspension of journalists' accounts, Twitter owner Elon Musk has lifted the suspensions after a poll he conducted on the topic went against his preferred outcome. On Thursday, Musk suspended a group of tech journalists from the website, including Ryan Mack from the New York Times, Drew Howell of the Washington Post and CNN's Donny O'Sullivan for what he said were breaches of the company's new rule about revealing people's locations. Several of these journalists had reported on changes within the social media giant since Musk took over. After an initial poll supported an immediate reversal of the bans, Musk said that there were too many options and ran another poll with just two options to keep the ban in place for seven days or lift it immediately. The suspension of the accounts of reporters was widely condemned by media organisations, the EU and the United Nations. Twitter had also targeted its rival Mastodon, banning linking to several Mastodon servers and blocking users from adding their Mastodon username to their profile. In an unprecedented charge of insurrection against a former US president, the Congressional Inquiry into last year's Capitol riot is reportedly set to recommend three criminal charges against Donald Trump. The House of Representatives Select Committee is likely to publish its final report next week. Trump supporters had stormed the Congress on 6 January last year in an attempt to stop Joe Biden's certification as president. The former president denies all the charges. On Friday, his spokesman said in a statement, and I quote, 
the January 6th unselect committee held show trials by never Trump partisans who are stained on this country's history. Unquote. The panel's full report will be made public on Wednesday, said Chairman Benny Thompson, a Mississippi Democrat who is leading the select committee. Listeners, this festive season, be the Santa for free press. With our Christmas offer, get your favorite NL masks, karare chane mugs, soap sets and a lot more on discount. And besides each customized gift hamper, there is a free giftable subscription too for your friends and family. Get our merchandise and say that you're a proud member of a community that keeps independent media alive. Or give these to friends and family and spread the word about free, accurate and independent news. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.